Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? A couple of months ago, we introduced you to the veteran broadcast team that will tell the stories of the inaugural Camping World Superstar Racing Experience Series season. This Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern, SRX debuts on CBS and Paramount+, Plus, live from Stafford Motor Speedway in Connecticut. As a reminder, let's listen to the CBS Sports Primer, highlighting the drivers, tracks, and competition. S-R-X. Three letters that'll ignite your summer. But what is it? Let's break it down. Start with the S, the superstars of the sport. Ten champion drivers who gritted their way to auto racing history, earning titles in IndyCar, NASCAR, sports cars, whatever car you put them in. There's Smoke and Elio, Andretti and Elliot, Waltrip, Kanan, Labonte, Tracy, a kid named Ernie, plus a side of ribs. Throw in the local track champ and a surprise ringer, and you've got fireworks for six straight Saturday nights. The R, it's gonna be racing like you've never seen before. Each champ is behind the wheel of identical, newly designed, incredible cars. Whoo, check out that wing. They'll be flying around six unique legendary short tracks. Some weeks on asphalt, others on dirt. Most are about a half mile long. One is even shorter. Format, two 15-minute time piece that will set the starting lineup for the 100-lap main event. So there's not much time to make that move. And the X, let's just say it'll be an experience unlike any other. We'll take you into the driver's seat. No pit stops, no tricks. Just old rivals going all out to see who's best. It's time to crank up summer and go for a ride. This is SRX. After driving the pace car for the Indianapolis 500, where she served as an analyst for NBC, Danica Patrick will join CBS to cover the all-star field, including this year's greatest spectacle in racing winner, Elio Castro Nevis, who joined A.J. Foyt, Rick Mears, and Al Unser as the only drivers to win four Indy 500s. Castro Nevis hopes his recent win will help promote the new series, but he knows he's just one of the many champions in SRX, which reminds him of the International Race of Champions IROC series. Winning the Indy 500, we're going to call a lot of attention, so very, very happy that a new series is starting, but we're going to have a lot of attention with that, and um, more than happy uh, to, you know, expose that, because, look, we're talking about amazing former champions and people that did incredible in the motorsport and racing against each other. So it's just because we're all passionate about racing. That's why you're racing again together. In addition to his Indy success, an IMSA sports car title last year, and an overall Rolex 24 at Daytona win earlier this year, Castro Nevis is no stranger to reality television, earning a Dancing with the Stars mirror ball trophy. He knows the importance of being himself in competition with other strong personalities, referring to fellow IndyCar racer Paul P.T. Tracy, who we'll hear from later. Obviously, everybody has your own way to, uh, to, to act, you know? You don't need to copy anyone just to make sure you, uh, you call the attention. I think probably <laughs> that's why I, I'm authentic. I mean, if I'm upset, I'm upset. If I'm happy, I'm happy, you know? And that's how I express my feelings. My mom always told me, be, be yourself. And um, I think having, if you notice, you know, the NASCAR world, they do have a lot of personalities. And I think co combine this, you're going to have that. You're going to have that style. Uh, PT is probably one of the 
you know, people are going to see maybe my not the biggest personality outside, but I'm sure he will be showing that on the racetrack. So uh, it will be, it's important. It's important for several reasons that the fans can identify some people a little more quiet, some people a little more outspoken. And that's where the fans going to identify with, uh, with uh, the, the driver. Plus, we're going to places that is not, a, a, you know, big places. I feel that the fans going to be have an opportunity to be very close to whoever they want to see it. And um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm having a, I'm a big fan of this uh, format, and I do believe it's going to be it's going to be great for everyone. Another Indy 500 champion, Tony Kanaan, reveals a conversation on this year's Indy 500 Eve with Tony Stewart, who created SRX with another NASCAR Hall of Famer, Ray Evernham. Kanaan comes off as Nostradamus in predicting a win for his fellow Brazilian, himself, or Marco Andretti, who chimes in too. Honestly, I, I was with Tony Saturday night before the race. Tony was in the in the bus lot, and I said, "Do you realize between me, Marco, and uh, Elio, you can you you can have uh, the reigning Indy 500 champion in your series, right?" And he said, "That would be great." And sure enough, now you have the guy that won four times. So I think it's awesome for the series. I think I love the way Tony Marco can add to it. Uh, the way Tony and Ray embraced and built this thing i think it's extremely professional look how many partners we have i mean this series i think it's not a one-off that we're never going to see it again you know and and i'm glad that uh, if i'm not mistaken i'm not trying to take uh, attention here but i remember that i probably was the first driver that they announced if if, if, if i'm right they go by age or what <laughs> yeah no because i announced my retirement before you did so, <laughs> so i was like well i have nothing to do so tony can uh you know i, I remember sending a text message to ray and um everyone and he's like you're in so it's 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 a big deal i mean we're taking it seriously and then i think it's uh this series has a lot of potential to to be you know to be what it is already, but I think once people see the product on track, it will be even more fun and it's going to become even more popular. I think, you know, a lot of guys are going to actually go knock on doors and saying, hey, we want to do this, not just champions, but like you said, I, I, I love that they're giving the opportunity to local guys to race against us and then these guys will probably beat us because this is just the nature of the thing and, and this name is going to come up and it's going to help this kid in his career. I mean, it, giving it back a little bit also, I, I, you know, I think it's extremely important. Yeah, I mean, just to add, I think, uh, I think this series can surprise you when you look at the characters that we have. I mean, this could be pretty darn entertaining to watch and so and it's, it, I think it's just because it's so unique, right? And so um, and you're just going to see guys that they're at their points in their careers where, you know, they're going to do interviews and maybe say stuff you wouldn't, you know, when you have all these branding and sponsors. And I think people want to see that. They want to see the, uh, you know, just the genuine what we are, who we are. So I think it'll be it'll be real. It'll be raw and it'll be fun. Like Patrick, Paul Tracy called the Indy 500 for NBC. He'll be on track this weekend at Stafford, a place he's never been. How will he get up to speed? He plans to use computer race simulations, and he'll follow the lead of sports car racer Ernie Francis Jr. Willie T. Ribs has a different preparation plan. I haven't looked really looked into him too much. I've watched a couple dirt races at Eldora and Knoxville. Um, I actually need to get on get on my sim and see if Stafford or any of these other tracks are on on iRacing. I'm not sure if they are or not, but if they are. Uh, I've been so busy the last, the last few weeks, I've really, you know, been flat out with IndyCar. So I haven't had time to do anything. 
but uh, I have a, a week off or a couple weeks off here before we get rolling. And uh, I need to see if that stuff is on SIM. I don't know if it, I don't know if you know if they're on SIM or any or not, but yeah, yeah, uh, actually, uh, yeah, I, I've been actually doing a lot of SIM driving, just uh, trying to get the feel for it. It doesn't get you all the way there, but at least it kind of visualizes the track and you can uh, understand what you're, what you're going to be coming up against before you get there. I have the sim behind me and uh, most of the tracks are all on iRacing. I believe Stafford is. And, and I think pretty much every place we go to is on there. So you should Perfect. be able to get some, uh, some seat time before. You got your sim ready, Willie? Sim, what the hell is that? <laughs> I, I, well, no, I'm a little bit. You know, I, I, I'm old school for that. You know, I, somebody asked me about that a while back, and I, I told him, look, you know, if there was a sim sex machine, I probably wouldn't get on it, right? Uh, but there's not. And, you know, Uncle Bobby, you know, meaning Bobby Unser and AJ, they probably, like, look at me like, what, what are you doing, right? You know, and I know that's the new high-tech, stuff today but you know i'm gonna you know i'll look at the track drive around it in a in a in a street car or a rental car and then like the old days that's how we did it didn't we uh pt yeah yeah that's how you did it yeah you got in there in the rental car and drive around there and then you know try to figure out you know uh where you need to be and then get it on NASCAR Xfinity and Camping World Truck Series champ Greg Biffle looks forward to the superstars starting from a baseline of never having been to Stafford, across the country from where he grew up in Washington State. At Slinger Speedway in Wisconsin, former teammate Matt Kenseth will advise him. One, I need to figure out where the racetrack's at and how to get there. Uh, um, after that, I'm going to do you know some research uh, about it and talk to some some guys that are or close to it and race there sort of like Matt at Slinger, but I know it's an iconic racetrack. Uh, but like you said, I'm from the other side of the, basically the other side of the country and, and don't know a whole lot about it and have never actually been there or seen it. So it's, it's, those are going to be challenges for me, you know, going there, never seen the racetrack before, never been in these cars before. That's going to be a big challenge. And, and uh, I'll tell you what that produces, some of the best racing is the unknown and the challenges. So um, I, I don't know how many of the drivers have never raced there before that are going to be there for the first time in these cars like me. Uh, I, I don't know all those stats, but I'm, I'm betting not a lot of guys have been to that racetrack. Two-time Daytona 500 champion Michael Waltrip spoke with current NASCAR Cup Series competitor Ryan Priest, who hails from Connecticut, the home of Stafford Speedway. He shares Priest's advice with NASCAR Hall of Famer Bill Elliott, whose son Chase is the reigning Cup Series champion. Well, Bill, Go, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you what I know because I talked <laughs> to Ryan Priest the other day. He said you got to enter on the apron and exit on the apron. So I don't want to keep any information from you since we're sort of the old fellers in this group. So that's, that's what he, he said. He said, if you, if you hook the apron on entry, it'll help it turn. You hook it on the exit. Um, that, that was Ryan's direction. And that's, that's basically everything I know about Stafford. Even though so let me ask, let me ask you this, Michael, if 12 cars go into turn one, <laughs> riddle me this, how many are going to come off a of turn two? Well, maybe just me and you, since we're the only two that really know 
rather have this insight. I think it could come down to just me and you. So if you're yeah. on the apron, can I be in the grass? <laughs> you be you follow me. You see where I go. Okay. There you go. That, that's a good plan. Hey, can <laughs> we can we tandem draft like they used to oh. at Daytona Talladega? Oh, I hope not. Scott Speed hopes his transition from F1 to NASCAR helps him as he returns to racing with fenders. It's still definitely different. Uh, I'm excited to get back into a stock car, though. Obviously, the, the first big transition I had in my career was going from a Formula One car to a stock car, which was a huge delta and took a lot of time to sort of learning it used to. And that experience really sort of, you know, got me going into sort of trying new things. And that's how I got into rallycross. And... You know, obviously spent a lot of years there. I've been doing that for about five years. I think it's year six for me. And, you know, having to learn that new form of motorsports has been really fun and exciting. So I'm really excited to sort of go back in time a little bit, get back into a stock car-esque car. Running it on a dirt oval at Eldora is a dream. Like, obviously, that track is so iconic. And I've never been able to drive uh, any stock car on, on a dirt oval before. So the racing looks intense. I love the fact that no one has driven these cars and no one really has any experience. So it's kind of an open book for everybody. And I'm excited to get out there and, and show everybody a great time. If you had to pick a favorite based on learning tracks and equipment quickly, it might be Scott Bloomquist who touts his winning percentage the first time he's run at a facility. I actually had someone build a car and I ran a uh, NASCAR late model stock race. The first one I ever went to, we ended up winning the race and there was a lot of good guys there. And and my first uh, all-pro race I ran, we ran second. Uh, so, again, I, I plan on adapting quickly. And, uh, and again, I, I, again, I enjoy new things. This, this, is, this is real exciting for me. And, and I have raced 41 years. So, to, to get an opportunity to be involved in this, um, it, it's, it's, it'll, it'll be one of the highlights. You know, I think of my of my career, and uh, and I hope I can represent the dirt world very well. We've got like I've got over a seventy some percentage win ratio. My first visit to a racetrack, and in my whole career, so you know, even the Eldora Race of World One Hundred, our first trip there, we won the World One Hundred. So you know, I I adapt quickly. I pay attention a lot. I'll be asking a lot of questions. I'll I'll be on on top of things enough. And, and I hope to make it tough on the rest of them, but hey, I might get humbled up myself. There's no way to end it. The first of six consecutive Saturday nights of racing starts this Saturday on CBS and Paramount Plus at 8 p.m. Eastern from Stafford Motor Speedway in Connecticut. The series heads to Knoxville Raceway in Iowa on June 19th. Next up is Ohio's Eldora Speedway on June 26th. Indiana's Lucas Oil Raceway will host the series on July 3rd. Slinger Speedway in Wisconsin will be the penultimate competition on July 10th, and Nashville Fairground Speedway in Tennessee will feature the finale on July 17th. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.